0: How you guys doing? Just want to check in with you real quick and tell you how you can come support the show. So, What's you this? guys. So this is, uh, oh, what is this? This is uh, This is called Franken-Skies. Franken-Skies. If you guys don't know about Franken-Skies... That's a good movie. How do you check not know out. about
1: Franken-Skies? But if you haven't seen it yet, if you, haven't seen you it yet, absolutely must.
0: Absolute must watch. And so we got a little deal for you guys. So we do have our little Patreon channel that we are building up. You know, we're starting to put some premium exclusive content. Not just the Clown Towns, but exclusive Patreon content up there that's just great. Um, all three of us checking in with you uh, on the bonus land, but... Uh, If you guys, anybody that signs up for the new uh, a new patreon subscription at any level uh we will send you a copy of the dvd here with a little personalized note from the crew here
2: so. and i would say if you're an old patreon subscriber send us your email we'll send you any of our patreon
1: subscribers, totally that's a 100%. good point that's, that's, yeah. so
0: if you're if you're a current patreon subscriber or a new patreon subscriber you send us a message in patreon uh with an address that we can send it to you and then we'll get you fixed up with a copy of frankenskies by our friend matt landman and a little personalized note so appreciate you guys Also, uh, with another- love. Yeah, with love, with love. With love. Another great way to support the show, along with your health, is uh, with uh, TRS. So TRS is a odorless, tasteless zeolite spray that eliminates heavy metals out of your system. Um, we had some people asking today about uh, the graphene oxide thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll repost it in our Telegram. There's a study talking about how zeolite eliminates graphene oxide, you know, vaccine injuries, stuff like that. It works well for, like, ch- childhood vaccine injuries. Um, an amazing product, you know, if you've if you got any sort of brain fog going on, which yeah. a lot of times... <laughs> You don't even realize that you have it until you start yeah. doing like a TRS Certainly. detox, yeah. and the, by the time like I was a couple months in, I'm like, holy shit, dude, I'm on point like with this stuff. Yep, so yep, I still lose my words every now and then, but much man, sharper, it's not much sharper, man. Yeah. Like it's it's great. So tr- if you go to truthtrs.com, you can learn more about that, or follow them on Instagram at truthtrs. And uh, yeah, so let's see what else we got. Whoa. Cody. 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 Cody Cody Cody's crystals on Instagram He's uh, he's got the coolest gems and crystals in the business he had
1: some really beautiful amazing I just I think yeah. it was the other day or yesterday he has wands yeah like, little wands did you yes, see I did those see the those yes. are so cool yes
0: yes so if you guys want to check it out go to at c-o-d-y-s underscore crystals at Cody's crystals on but Instagram if
2: you want to like play Harry Potter you're gonna need yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's for sure yeah, well definitely. I was
1: thinking they look magical like Christmas I don't know
2: I just yeah, I thought they kind of I guess
1: maybe wands aren't. I just thought because it was like I don't
2: know. I didn't yeah. see it. I was I've just been watching Harry Potter, so I was. Oh, picturing God. I have I
1: have my little boys like such a rock county. He likes all those really cool things. So when I saw the wandy things with the stars, I was like, Perfect. oh, that's a yes on those. Yeah, so yeah. there you <laughs> so go. So much of his stuff though. He has some really it's really amazing cool stuff.
0: stuff. You guys so go check it out at Cody's Crystals at c o d y s underscore crystals on Instagram. Um, and then of course. Modern Retro Radio. Guys, shout out to Adis. is our good friend. He runs a twenty-four hour uh, online streaming radio station called Modern Retro Radio, which is new songs from classic artists. Yes, yeah, so You can fantastic. check that out at modernretroradio.com, modernretrofm.com, or on the TuneIn app. Um, he's a you know friend of the show. You know he supports. We, what we're we really doing enjoy here. him. He's uh, such a yeah, cool yeah, human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love. Big love. Lovers. Shout out to Audis, and yeah. I just love what he's doing over there. He's got a really cool thing going. So you guys go go support him. Um, let's see what else. So like, share, and subscribe. You guys. Uh, like Five-star
2: reviews, but also check out this this great shirt. This great shirt. Look at what well, we do. Well,
0: this
3: is,
2: this is an exclusive. This is exclusive. Okay. That's well, not a for sale yet. Moving we're moving in, in well, that well, direction. This is a
0: preview of Listen, what's to come. If
1: somebody writes us and they're like, hey, that that she was wearing, okay. I want it. We'll, okay. We can hook yes, them up. But, but we we're going to streamline it soon. Yes, exactly. We're not streamlining. We've got, we
0: got a new line of embroidered shirts coming soon. But for right now, you know, we can get the first generation yep. Truzilla t-shirts. At all Truth. of our
1: cool logos. Yes, all exactly.
0: Truzilla.org forward slash shirts. you got the standard truthzilla podcast logo we got the fauci gave us all aids shirt you know you got all that good stuff crisis so, actor crisis actor i you love you cannot the crisis inject actor. health you cannot inject health yeah um but yeah so go to truthzilla.org slash shirts to check out all that and yeah i think that's it i think that's it enjoy the show
1: Welcome to TruthZilla. I am Megan sitting here with Scott and Ed. Hello. Yo. Our guest tonight is Jim Gale. He is the CEO of Food Forest Abundance, focusing on permaculture and working to bring sustainable food systems here at home and around the world. Jim, welcome. Thank you for joining us.
4: Well, thank you, Megan. And it's great to to meet you all, Scott and Ed. And I'm looking forward to sharing this message. We have a message that shines a very clear light on the problem and mm-hmm. more importantly we talk about the solution and how easy and actionable it is to create freedom on every level
0: oh man I, I love, love that, that so much God I love that so much you know what I mean like we, we do spend a lot of time like focusing on the problem we do get into the weeds on that quite a bit you know just because you know th- this whole this whole show started from us wanting to wake people up to what's going on, to get them up to speed real quick. You know, we wanted to do like quick deep dives into things like 9-11 or just, uh, you know, the vaccines in general and just kind of wake people up to what's going on and to be like, okay, guys, now that you're up to speed, now we need to take action, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, and and the show has evolved so much since then. Like we've been involved with like the Freedom Cells movement and started a Freedom Cell here in our community. And we put on a little festival and just like all these things. And they're all kind of leading towards this different way of living that is just so different than the way I was living two years ago, you know, and a big part of that has been, um, you know, growing of food and learning about things that I never had experienced before, you know, that all of us, all of us, you know, and, and finding this community. And so we're really excited to have you here today and uh share a little bit about uh what Food and Forest Abundance is all about, man.
2: Yeah, like like you just alluded to, we we started our own gardens this past I year. Did. I did, I built our first, I our built first a six gardens. by four,
1: three foot tall and planted. I didn't know you couldn't. Plant squash and also spaghetti squash and also cucumbers all together, and I had them in like I had like four plants in like a one foot square yeah. area because they were little babies. I'm like, oh, right, look at right, how much oh, room. room! And I put four <laughs> tomato plants at the other end, so everything just exploded and went all over my yard, and it was fantastic. But yeah. um, but I'm looking forward to hearing how to do it better. Going yeah, yeah. tell us how that to take it to
2: the awesome. next level. Yeah. Hey, wait
1: a minute, you
4: should be telling me how to do that. That's, that's, <laughs> I've never
1: grown a thing yeah. in my life. I And I I, honestly, my whole life, I've had a hard time keeping, um, this is embarrassing to say, House plants alive. I'm great with animals. I'm and little kids. But if you give me house plants, they're probably not going to make it. I like to give them extra fertilizer and do yeah, all kinds. of Like I think, oh, oh I'll just God. put the extra sticks so I don't forget next month, and then they're brown overnight. <laughs> so I just really started to do some. I brought in organic soil and had that delivered, yep, yep. and I tried to do all these steps just off little bits of information from just what I've heard people say. And I just thought, well, I'm just going to try, and if nothing comes of it, then fine. And it really just was a beautiful experience, and yeah, the I kids mean, we and both I both kind of
2: had that experience. You it, did. It, it was not as difficult difficult. difficult as we thought it would be, right? It it grows. I mean, you you give us some water, some sunlight, A little bit of love. And I would stand out
1: there with my music playing. This is such a weird thing to say, but I feel like that the more positive energy that I had out there, and I would go out in the mornings and I would rub the tomato plants and like smell the leaves. It's such a silly thing to say, but you understand. But it was really like, I was like, my feet are in the wet grass. My hands are in the dirt. The smell of the leaves are on my skin. And it was just like this whole experience. And especially in the middle of all of this lockdown and Mm -hmm. all of this tyranny. Everything has felt really digital and really like there's been a lot of ugly around and this was a way that I could just like pull away from that and do something that really felt like it was lost to me somehow throughout all of my life like it was never taught to me but also it was like intuitive like I, I need my hands in the dirt I know yeah. this needs to happen so anyways we're so excited to talk to you yeah uh,
4: those things have been lost to humanity and it is by design mm-hmm. it is yep. very very clear that when Kissinger said 50 years ago if you want to control nations control mm. oil if you want to control people control food i can't drive this home enough this is not the ramblings of a crazy person this is a strategy yeah. of the person that was in charge of implementing the strategy and over the last 50 years we've went from family farms you know my mom grew up in southern minnesota on a farm where they grew she grew a hundred percent of her own food and she had no electric, no running water. She had an outhouse. Can you imagine that? Like growing up, you're 15 years old, you gotta go to the bathroom. I mean, they, they had those night cans where they poop in the pee in the can or whatever, right? I mean, hey, that's pretty good for fertilizer, but still, I don't wanna do that, right? So it's amazing how far we've come and yet it's went the other way when it comes to growing food and living sustainable, regenerative, healthy lives. Megan, you were talking about how much you enjoyed the process. That's job one. All of our suffering is caused between our fucking ears. Mm-hmm. Right? And mm-hmm. governmente is the foundation of it. Like governmente is the catalyst for suffering.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: You know, and most people don't when I say govern means control and mentally mm-hmm. means yeah. mind. It's mm-hmm. a, the, the literally it's called mind control. Yeah. Right? So if that's the problem, then what's the opposite of that? The opposite of that is enlightenment but wait a minute only one person can be enlightened the rest of you can't be you have to pay me you have to pay us you know 10 percent of your income so then we can determine whether you're good enough to go to heaven or not right mm-hmm. it's all part of governmenting yeah I, okay so that's the problem the solution then is the opposite of the problem right we have to free our minds and we have to start by understanding the vibration the resonance of emotion Energy in motion, shame and rage and pride and all these emotions that are spewed out on CNN and Fox and all the mainstream media, which, by the way, was corrupted and purchased by JP Morgan and his gang Mm. 100 freaking years ago. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And he purchased all the magazines, all the newspapers he literally went out and him and his group bought 75 of the 129 most influential newspapers in the United States for one reason government it's control so the solution raise up our vibrations be with the plants let them be your best teachers you know all this program bullshit like these people tell me i kill plastic plants i've heard that like a dozen times i'm like I wouldn't admit that if I were you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I've actually, i tried to love mine to death. It wasn't for lack of love, but it was just lack of knowledge. But I'm, I'm getting better.
4: <laughs> yes. It, yes. And like, we love them so much. We want to overwater them sometimes. Mm-hmm. Know, oh, maybe. And it's just a lack of knowledge, which is great because that's a simple thing to fix. Yep. Right? And to observe, one of the first principles of permaculture is to observe and interact. And learn from those amazing sentient beings about what's possible and then they become like i said the teachers and from there everything we're literally going to be having the garden of eden here in about 20 years
2: Mm. Yes, love it so much for sure that's amazing so so i guess to to follow up then so uh, what is a food forest as opposed to a garden
4: so a food forest is typically based on perennials Now annuals are plants, like you're talking about, you plant them, you harvest them, then they die out the next year you plant them again. You know, One cucumber seed that's this big, you can get 20, 30 cucumbers and each one has hundreds of seeds potentially. Mm -hmm. So think about the scalability of that. Like that's life, that's what life can do. So that's annuals, but they're still epic. Perennials are basically the same thing as far as their seeds, but the thing is you can plant them once and they can grow for thousands of years there's an olive tree on the greek isle of crete that has been producing olives for over 2,000 years mm. wow yeah wow. and so perennials this is what the this is what the garden of eden kind of ideal is all about it's not a religious gibberish or utopian fantasy it's literally the next logical step and this is part of the control grid when we realize that we can use our assets and our land and plant food instead of lawns. And I don't hate lawns, I hate unbalance. I hate this insanely unsustainable, which means death mm-hmm. system, Yeah. right? And there's 40 to 50 million acres of lawn in the United States alone. When we turn 30, 40% of that into food forests that are less maintenance than the lawn, that provide a yield, butterflies and birds and life on every level, it's an expansion of life. That's when we reverse mass extinction and deforestation and cancer and heart disease, all of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. I feel like, I feel like the whole lawn, thing is kind of a psyop that like to me it like rings of like Edward Bernays or something like that you know what I mean and it also is just so emblematic of just particularly here in the United States just our like just superficial you know just
1: how how it looks yeah how the it looks per- perfect
0: and and the functionality of what we
1: told that was supposed to be because yeah, exactly. now when we see mm-hmm. pictures of people like their whole front yards or greenhouses or like they have the high fences because mm-hmm. they have the beans growing I'm like that's the goal right there like what 10 years ago I'm like I mm-hmm. want the perfect manicured lawn I want the oh, lines yeah. to go yeah. this way on the one most <laughs> and like in my mind (laughs) and I just want to have the pink flowers on the edge just Mm. the six inches wide like I had it (laughs) on now I'm just like I want to see wisteria going over the top of the house I love that there's ivy coming through the fence and then other people in my house like that's not actually good you know that's going to take the fence out I'm like I think it's beautiful Mm -hmm. but you know what you said about all the different species like the butterflies the birds I don't love bugs. Like I, I love them in their own environment. I don't love yeah. them when they're near me. I just, I wish them peace. And Scott will attest, I don't yeah, kill bugs yeah. at all. That's true. Um, but this was really an interesting thing is that I had all these little teeny tiny spiders all over in the tomatoes. And every morning I go out and pick the little tiny tomatoes off and at first I was just like, okay, I'm going to have to use a stick and move that one because I can't let it touch me. And the more I was just like, it's such a silly thing, but it was a big thing. The more I was there, I would see all the other kind of insects. And I was thinking, these are the helpful bugs these are the ones that like i'm what i'm doing is drawing in other life and then pretty soon there was butterflies and at one point we saw hummingbirds and i was just like this is like a whole and it was just like a six by four by three tall like it's not even so in my mind i'm thinking how much more incredible could this be like if we tripled this this and i think we can grow strawberries growing vertically up the you know and my mind is exploding with all these ideas but i loved what it did more than just the fruits and vegetables it really did bring like this whole other atmosphere to my yard and we spent so much time we've lived in this house for almost six years we've probably spent more time this one last summer and last spring than we did collectively in our backyard. And it was just because we were tending to this food or we were eating dinner out there. And in the evenings, we had this little fire pit. But I'm like, oh, look at the garden. Look at the little nice. glow stick I have in the garden. And we have those little solar stakes. Yeah. And it's just a whole... Anyway, sorry to get us off track, but... <laughs> I love it. I love the bugs. So, no. <laughs> Still now, not on me, but...
4: <laughs> balance. No, I yes. you It's balanced. You know, we've been programmed to be fearful of things, like spiders and snakes together, they kill 11 people a year out of 330 mm. million something, right, 11. And those are probably already sick people, like the people who die of this fake bullshit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? um, so contrast that with how many people die of cancer and diabetes and heart disease, which are caused by the poisons that are sprayed to kill <laughs> these buds and other yes. bugs. It's just in freaking saying opposite mm-hmm. of truth. Well,
1: we yep. were just talking about this just the other day. They now have some sort of like... A- someone, I don't remember what we were hearing about, like, Raid that's lavender-scented. Oh, yeah, lavender-scented And I'm great. thinking, yeah, yeah, like, the whole great. the whole idea behind that, like, the, first of all, that you're gonna I, I hate the idea of it. I don't use that kind of stuff anyways. I hate it that anybody does, and I just, I have, like, now, the more aware I am, the older I've gotten about chemicals and poisons, I'm, like, hyper-aware, but I yeah. thought now they're making it okay to breathe it. Like, you're not supposed to breathe it because it's gonna kill this smaller creature with a smaller system, but you can have it in small doses and just to make sure that it's okay with you, we're gonna make it be lavender-scented. And my head <laughs> was just exploding like how is this real life but it's it's scary what they convince us is right what they convince us is good like that we can't live with these other things around us and among us and have it be right. that we're not thriving
4: with it right, right. it's it's uh, it's layers of scams and the good news is anybody we can so our, our company mm-hmm. food forest abundance we design and install food forests and design is important if you want to maximize yield and minimize your failure rate All right because what these professionals have done thanks to the science of permaculture which means permanent culture which was designed by bill mollison back like 60 70 years ago and david holmgren and uh, and then million, you know over a million more millions actually of permaculturists around the world it's a science that basically finds what is the most functional way to grow plants together you know to create communities or guilds where this nitrogen fixer supports this fruit producer and this pollinator attractor brings in the bees and the butterflies and the hummingbirds so that it can pollinate the fruit tree and you can have more food. And then when you put those communities together, then you get the Amazon rainforest. Mm -hmm. I mean that literally the Amazon rainforest was a designed food forest 5,000 years ago. Mm. They left and these are what archaeologists have looked, took their LIDAR and said, okay, here's the roads. Here's the heavy dense agriculture. Here's this and that. They can actually map it out.
0: Wow. 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 I didn't know about that. Wow. So the rainforest is literally just uh, so it's like man-made, man-made
4: theoretically. Yes, yeah, Man-made,
0: designed right. permaculture. Now, wow.
4: Designed is the key because the energy, the source, God, whatever everybody mm-hmm. wants to call it, that's what does all the work or yeah. all the energy. We just design it right or plant seeds where we want them. It's that mm-hmm. simple.
2: Yeah, yeah. So you're saying that like, you know, those st- big stretches of freeways of uh, monocrops with uh, sprayed with Roundup isn't the right way to do the, things, the airplane you know? drops
1: as we're driving by it on the freeway. Right. Oh, I don't know why I'm having a migraine for eight days. I can't imagine that's what
4: creates the plagues of our yeah. world. right? Yeah. The locust plagues, all this biblical stuff. It's exactly the same stuff that's happening now. It's it's a system that's dead. Like they poison our pond here for mosquitoes instead of just adding fish. You know, and they make sure you can't have weeds around the pond and they take the life out of things on purpose by design. Now, I have not figured out if it's psychopathic evil or evil evil. Mm. Right. But at the end of the day, it's the opposite of live. It's evil. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Totally.
0: Totally. So uh, I was going to say, okay, so, uh, Jim, in our correspondences here, you included a quote and uh, I know that you wanted to get into that.
4: What, can you elaborate yes. on that for us? I love it. If you're talking about there's one thing stronger mm-hmm. than all of the armies of the world. Mm-hmm. Now, how relevant is that right now?
3: Mm-hmm. There's
4: one thing stronger than all the armies of the world, and that is an idea whose time has come. Mm. And now that implies that the idea already exists. And every one of you have heard of the idea. In fact, you can all describe the idea in glorious detail the idea that is stronger than all of the armies of the world is the Garden of Eden idea.
3: Hmm.
4: And and I I mean, this is unpackable to be literal. This is a literal thing. When we start growing food locally with regenerative practices, permaculture design, we literally create the Garden of Eden for selfish reasons. I, I love to get this across to people. You know, you're, I'm not asking you to do something that's you know gonna benefit somebody on the other side of the world because of Climate bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, <laughs> do this for yourself because it yeah. will radically improve your fucking life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Totally. Mm-hmm. The most selfish thing you could ever do is create the garden of Eden for yourself. Yeah. Right? Financially, yeah. the odds mm-hmm. of you getting cancer, the odds of your family yeah. getting diabetes. I mean, everything in life gets better when you got a food forest.
2: Yes. Totally. Yes. Okay, so I have one question. So you Nana, know, we're I've been heard it quoted that you know our soil is like eighty five percent depleted of all its minerals and things. In it. You know, can a food forest? Do we need to do something to the soil? Will the food forest replenish the soil? What What are we looking at?
4: So we're looking at a, a system that is efficient beyond anybody's ability to recognize. Right, nature, God, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we stop poisoning it, the the effort that has gone into the destruction of our system is literally all the armies of the world like Mm -hmm. it's if one percent one tenth of one percent of the army budget were spent on creating the garden of eden reality Mm -hmm. it would be done in overnight i mean like literally the idea the marketing it could really be done in three to five years the foundation could be set globally so um so yeah that's it the garden of eden is is it yeah, Sorry, I mean, I, I missed your question. That I got on. Oh no, no,
0: no, no! It was just, uh, it was just elaborating on the quote. You know, the fact that we have right. the idea implanted in it—that's great. That's great. So, um, man, so like, let's say I'm, a, I'm, a, I do have a little. Let's say I do have a little bit of land, or like, let's say I do have a, a spot. What would be my first step towards cultivating a food forest?
4: Uh, design. Okay. Uh, getting the property designed is really important if you want a full on food forest. Now, if you just want to go get one guild and try it out, maybe a few fruit trees, then just go to Lowe's or Home Depot, better yet your local nursery store or nursery and um, buy some fruit trees and some berry bushes and then get some nitrogen fixers and layer the ground with mulch. You want a good six inches of mulch on the ground. You don't want the sun, the wind and the rain hitting the soil directly, right? So you put a donut around the thing, the bigger, the better but at minimum, uh, you know, a foot wide and leave a space where the trunk of the tree is because you don't want the mulch on the tree there. It can get moldy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you want a little space. And then if you can add some worm castings, um, some soil amendment and some some good uh, mushroom compost soil, your odds of success are gonna go through the roof relative to just going by one, putting it in the ground. You know, that's it's, It gets way better when you add these simple elements.
1: Like anything, you have to feed it well. Yeah. yeah.
4: And, yeah. Yep. Give and it the tools it, it needs to
1: grow and to be strong. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: Totally. Getting so it
4: started. Well, is the, the main thing.
0: Totally. So a, a lot of this, it seems like, um, you know, it's probably more than one person effort, you know, like a cooperative. I've heard you talk about, you know what I mean? The idea of the cooperative. And I think that's super important in what we're trying to do, you know, with the, the freedom cell and all that stuff. Um, so and also kind of leads me to believe like let's say now that i'm a person that does not have any property you know i don't have any land or anything like that so what would be your suggestions for getting involved in that capacity
4: so two things um the if you don't have land if you have a parents relatives anybody close by this is a real logical thing to do right now with the food supply chain issues and everything you might just sell them on the idea that you'll help that you'll Mm -hmm. actually help (laughs) with the install or some way you'll you'll be part of it and then you know, if it's somebody like family, that's a good way to do it. Um, the cooperative, and this is where the magic is happening. Like what I'm talking about, I've been working 14 years obsessed with the question, how can we catalyze a shift in consciousness that leads to mass adoption of this idea whose time has come. And when you ask the question a thousand times, you know, a day for 12 to 14 years, it starts, you start really seeing the layers of the puzzle. So we created a food forest cooperative. We launched about six and a half months ago on the highway with Del Big Tree.
2: Nice. And Great episode. I, well, Loved thank it. you. That
4: yes. was so much fun. I love that man. His team they're yes. amazing. 100%. Um, and now we're in like 16 or so con- countries, 40 plus states. We're helping families all over the world, mountaintops and th- resorts in Thailand and all over. It's really nuts. So the cooperative is the, um, basically entity on the ground the person the family the the team the partnership on the ground that actually does the installation <laughs> right so we have a design team and then it goes the design goes to the cooperative the cooperative does the install and it's landscaping so it's except for it doesn't include hardscapes unless you want it to right mm-hmm. and so it's very simple landscaping following the blueprint that we give And it's very profitable. It's like landscaping. It's a 40% margin, a $15,000 job is gonna net you six grand plus labor. So in a week, you could be making five, six grand a week just with one crew.
0: There you go. Wow. 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 Scott, I think we have a... a I mean, you know, it's it's kind of funny, you know, there's a lot calling. of... Yeah, I mean, I... It's, <laughs> well,
1: this, could, this couldn't be more timely, actually, because yeah, we're constantly was, talking yeah. about what, what like, you know, the broader scale, what are we doing as individuals, we're we doing as a group, we're we doing with our families. We live in a very, very locked down, kind of a backward area, and Ed and I both have young children that we're still trying to raise, and we kind of looking at how realistic a thriving life is going to be within uh, any kind of societal measure here where we are in Oregon and so what I keep looking at and the kind of the dream in my mind is that you know and I, I'm looking into all these different things counties and laws and ordinances but I, but in my mind I'm thinking we get you know t- uh, 20 acres let's say and I have six children and three of my children are grown and I have a daughter that's getting ready to have a baby so there's a lot of people mm-hmm. and then we're all I mean here at this table mm-hmm. we're a family you mm-hmm. know and so I think As we withdraw, as we take our steps back from society and the way they're doing, as we're building something different, I want us all ideally on the same land. If it's 20 acres, 30, I don't care. And maybe, like, my brother lives off-grid. He has for almost eight years now. They have a cob... um, cottage they've been building and they, they have no electricity. They haven't, they have, you know, five kids out there and they have fully running farm. They went out there in a trailer from California. They didn't know anything. And now they have composting toilets and all of these, like they've done the flocks of sheep and beehives and all kinds of things. Um, but they're in Missouri, and I've only just had pictures over the years. But now that we're really looking at doing this, and I'm thinking, well, what they they did for kind of the same reasons, but kind of different. And now I'm kind of thinking we have the same reasons, but kind of different. And I'm in my mind, I'm thinking I want to do this huge group of like a greenhouse. I'm just picturing greenhouses, like we like huge, big, sprawling greenhouses. We're in a cold area, mm. um, but mm-hmm. all of these ideas where it may like you know where I take this box in my backyard and I think, well, if we can't, we don't leave Oregon. In the next eight months, but we have another growing season coming up. We're in a cold time of the year, but surely I can figure out ways to make this all work. To where when we're all together in a bigger area, however many of us that may be, we're all growing food together, and it and it's like you say, where it just. Continues to feed itself and it mm. continues to feed us. And we can keep our hands in it and have it just like continue to blossom and grow a, 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 on the land. And this is like such a time because this is what I've been doing the last couple weeks. I'm like looking, what can you do in Florida? What can you do in Tennessee? Mm. What's it like growing in Texas? Should we stay in Oregon? And I'm looking at all it's like, how many people can you put on 20 acres? Is that mm-hmm. even legal? So there's all these little parameters, but at the heart of all of it is the food growing mm-hmm. yeah. at the heart of every little bit of it is that because we can all live together in the same community and be a family. But that, that growing food together, that helping each other to thrive and teaching our children to do it so that they can teach. That's where my goal and focus is. I so this it. is su- such an exciting conversation to be having. Oh,
4: mm-hmm. I love it. And the ultimate stack of functions, which is a permaculture principle where you take one element and you add functionality to it. Like some people are standing at their desk, walking on that treadmill while they're working. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a stack of functions. Mm. And so the, the ultimate function of business is you're in your backyard. You're enjoying your life. You're growing food. You're creating complete freedom for yourself, and you're demonstrating what freedom looks like to others. And mm-hmm. then you're helping other people have freedom by installing food forests for them. And you're getting paid for it. Are mm-hmm. you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. That's my job. That's well, <laughs> the best job in the world.
0: Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Okay,
2: I have a question now. Just uh, say, say, uh, you know, I fill my my backyard and I, I create a food forest. Um, am, am I going to be bogged down? Am I working in that backyard all the time? Or is, is this, is this, is this uh, you know, how much of my day is, is spent in the food forest? Not that I don't want to be there, but how much, am I, how much am I actually working?
4: Yeah. So you can leave a food forest forever. If you design it and install it right, you can literally leave it. Now it's going to turn into a jungle mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> in the first, you know, year, year and a half. It's just going to be <sighs> Like we we installed one at Gulf Landing. We're building an off-grid community in a studio to demonstrate exactly what I'm talking about. And we put it in about 18 months ago. The first couple months, we made sure it got water because it was very dry. So we went there just with a a bucket and we poured water on the root balls and we put up this little thing and then it got ran over by a mower by somebody. And anyway, um, 14 months ago, we did have done nothing since then except for mow a trail around the middle of it one time. Or twice, maybe, and that's it. And it's just thriving with food. So it's literally zero maintenance if you don't want it to be, or you can treat it like a normal landscape and you can trim it up and make it look, you know, landscape. Sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. Amazing, man. Uh, let's see here. So uh, so we were talking about uh, we live here in Oregon, kind of a weird climate, you know, not a huge growing season. And, and so you guys uh, come up with different strategies for different parts, uh, different, uh, you know, regions, right? For yeah, sure. okay. Or different like several...
1: soil structures. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like where I live, we have like pine trees everywhere. And so I've been told that that makes the soil really acidic. And so that was one of the reasons why I built the raised bed, because I thought, well, I don't want to put things in the ground if they're just going to fail because of acidity. I didn't know. So anyways, that's part of my question also.
4: Yep. So there's ways to mitigate all of that. And also there, it's everything is based on zone primarily. Now, there are people in the world right now that are taking the whole zone idea and just throwing out there are people growing lemon trees in the Austrian Alps where Mm. it's that's Mm. impossible, but yet they're Mm. doing it. Sepp Holzer is a guy. One of our main designers, Chad Johnson, was like student for a long time. He has a property on the tip of uh, Lake Superior in northern Minnesota. He's got 300 different species of edible medicinal plants growing on his property, Mm. and it's expansive by its very nature. Now, what does that mean? that means the animals are coming in eating the berries and all the different stuff and going out into the woods and he has estimated that those animals have planted tens of thousands of Mm. plants in the woods so now think about this it's an expansive system Mm. if it were left alone it would change a little bit over the geography and over the zones where with temperature and everything but it would cover the whole world after so many thousands of years yeah yeah that's that's how it should be yeah, yeah. Totally.
0: yeah. And it's it's like uh what was it? I think it's an old Joe Joe Rogan joke about like talking about like the fish in the sea where it's like you know, we just think they're stupid little fish, but it's like, are they really that stupid they I mean they don't really have to innovate or do anything like that, they just float around, and it's just like, oh, there's a cheeseburger, it's just like if it, no if the equivalent for us would be like, okay, if we're just walking around and like a cheeseburger just floats by and you just eat it, you know, and so it's like yeah that 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 has been taken from us, that has been taken from us, I feel like that's the natural order of things, I feel like that's. The natural order of the universe that's the way it was meant to be but i feel like man the more i'm like thinking about it right now it's like yeah we were talking about just the monocrops and just like it's all a control mechanism
2: well i always you know? come back to you know we've had miriam hanane on a couple yeah. of times she was the uh the director of uh, Vanishing, vanishing the, bees, the Bees you know and that's the story you know they're there uh, you know they truck these beans bees across the country and you know the bees are dying they're like well it's the sprays and this and that but the, the same token they're showing these farms that are just completely balanced where the bees are in the center and everything is just thriving around them it's like yeah. like it was it works if you do it right and, it, and none of the other shit matters right mm-hmm. so if you and and I think that's kind of the whole concept here you know and it's was just finding the balance of how things work and then you get the the animals to come in and you know and yeah I mean I mean how would that affect if you wanna if you want to hunt, right? Like or if you wanna like have you know, you don't need to maybe have uh maybe a pasture of cows because you bring in what what your forest provides, mm-hmm. right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. Like all of it, I think it's the, the lie that they've sold us. Like, you know, that the hospital births are the safer, cleaner way for us to, to yeah, birth our yeah. babies. And we know, we know yeah. that that's a lie. Yeah, totally right. um, and that, you know, the fast food and the beverages that are red and all of the shiny things in the grocery store. And we're on a really tight schedule for, our, you know, getting home from work late for our families. We just want to heat up what's already made for us. And don't pay attention to the label except for the first five ingredients because those are the only ones that matter. All these lies we were sold that took us yeah. away from who we really are. And I always yeah. say it's our organic humanity they made us think that more digitized more technology more video games faster 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 was better and in all of that they've taken away the spirit of who we actually are created to be and like our whole functionality here on this planet first and foremost so all of this getting back to the things that they stripped away from us we didn't even know that they'd taken them and now Mm -hmm. that we see it Mm -hmm. i can't i'm so thirsty for it. it's like it's inside of my spirit it's like yes yes i know that's where i need to yeah it's it's exactly like
4: that
2: so. that's where they backfired right <laughs> they did mm-hmm. they
4: they woke yeah. a lot of us up yeah.
2: mm-hmm. well, i
4: love that you know uh Geertha said none are more hopelessly enslaved than those who falsely believe they are free
0: mm. yeah. so true
4: wow man i mean you, you've heard the one where it's easier to fool a man than to yeah. convince him he's been fooled that mm-hmm. is so yep. freaking true so profound
2: 100 <laughs> yeah um, definitely so we're
4: all waking up and it's so exciting like we're, we're here I believe by, by our own volition, as spirit, we are living in these suits. And that helps me, by the way, not get depressed mm-hmm. when I hear about the kid, killing of kids and all these things that are happening Mm -hmm. around the world. Right. I'm like, it's it sucks. But I realized that they're spirits, too. Like, they're just going to flick out and be like, you son of a bitch. I'm going to come back and get you. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, so that helps me a lot is knowing that we are way more in the vibration since I quit forcing things and efforting things. Mm -hmm. like it was about nine months ago when I finally let go of the fear. Um, because i I'd, I'd lost everything I'd lost twenty million dollars you know I, I went from zero to about twenty million net worth and mm-hmm. over time I was holding on, holding on, holding on, and I finally just said and and then all of a sudden the magic started happening, and mm. I just I can feel I can feel my hands like very like <laughs> Yeah.
1: It's true. The whole the whole I think and you talked about energy, but I think it's a really big thing. And it's almost like that, that idea, like as soon as you let go, as soon as you're not focused so hard on controlling whatever it is everything around you that so like you are already on the path and you just have to close your eyes to feel it with your feet and as soon as you do that it's just lift off it's just mm-hmm. it's so wonderful exactly. and it has happened to me so I relate so much to that
0: yeah. yeah and well Jim you know since you mentioned it you know it's probably worth exploring for our audience you know and you've been on all, like all our friend shows lately and I freaking love that man we're getting this message out uh, but but and, and and I know that I've heard it on other shows too but like just give our audience a little brief history a little brief rundown like what brought you into this And you alluded to the fact that you you built this wealth and then lost it. I mean, that's, that's, that's powerful stuff. So kind of let our audience know a little bit about your, your background too.
4: So I am a big believer in goals and, and a vision, creating a vision, mm-hmm. but also not efforting like, and this is a part that took me the longest to learn. Um, and I, I first wrote my goals at 19, about to turn 20. And I wrote that I wanted to be a three-time all American and national champion in college wrestling and the years before the two years before that were the worst two years of my life, as far as wrestling, as far as kind of everything, it just was a shitty two years years and then i created a vision for myself that inspired me which is inspired which you know in spirit inspire and all of a sudden i was drawn forward to manifest this vision not out of effort but out of joy it was just fun as heck and then i ended up being a four-time all-american national champion, inducted in the hall of fame and then Travel the world because I just want to see stuff. And 10 years later, I wrote my goals again. I want to have $3 million in three years. And this is after spending about four months in Bond University in Surfers Paradise, Australia, reading the books again, the greats, the um, Zig Ziglar and the Psychology of Winning by Dennis Waitley, by the way, it still gives me the chills, almost brings tears mm. to my eyes. The Psychology of Winning and, uh, and all of them, all the greats. And I wrote goals again. I got back and my, my roommate's engineers, said I was crazy. That's impossible. And they were angry in a way, like they were literally trying to get me to not believe what I believe. Three years later, we did $1.3 billion in sales, three and a half years later, which is Ooh, incredible. incredible, right? Yeah. Bought a boat, lived on the ocean. And I was really feeling good about myself, except for some relationship stuff, which I mm-hmm. still had to learn a thing there. Uh, then I moved to Costa Rica and i just i go all in when i do anything i go all in and i went all in on the real estate market in costa rica two thousand six seven 7 the economy went bye-bye so then we built an off-grid or not off-grid a sustainable community where we first thing we did was buy out a nursery with about three thousand fruit trees and we planted fruit trees everywhere and that was that's when i learned permaculture and this is Mm -hmm. where i had my first two baby girls and I started looking at the world different. Yeah, and I also read pills about in two thousand eight, and I was really learning a lot about that. Um, I mean, building set—you name it, nanothermite, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. everything. Oh, yeah. I can probably name the veil
1: lifts once veil. it li- once it lifts the corner on one thing. All of a sudden, you like, are like, are all of these? It's all connected, like Wait mushrooms under the ground. I yep. feel like the more I learn, I am like, oh, but this <laughs> connects to that, and it's all of it.
4: Yeah, it's, but, yeah. it's so crystal clear. Like all yeah. these people that say, "I am confused. I just don't understand what's going on." Well, it's I completely understand what's going on. Totally. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. They'll tell you. <laughs> They'll <laughs> tell, yeah. yep. nah, tell you. This is what's going on, dude. You're not going to have anything. You're going to like it. That's <laughs> true. <Yeah. laughs> yep, you're exactly. about, asshole. Yep. Anyway, so um, the kids thing, though, that's what really got yeah. me, is, is what's the world going to be like in 20 or 30 years? And I realized that it's not going to be a world in 20, 30 years, the way it's going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And And then I said, okay, what can you do about it? Because that's the only thing I can control is yeah. me. And so I you know this quote by Napoleon Hill, "If you can conceive it and whatever the mind of man can conceive and believe it can achieve, mm. um I've got four daughters, so I understand that man is plural for women too. Um, mm. I believe that, and I believe that we're going to catalyze a shift in consciousness and change the world, yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's that's yeah, exactly absolutely. what's happening right now. You know, for uh, all the, the darkness and the desperation and just the loneliness and that's and kind of descended on the human race, you know, I feel at the same time it's like swelling up from underneath. There's like this massive awakening and yes. this energy shift, yes. you know, and, and uh, so many of us are realizing just not only between the people that we knew or the things that were important, you know, it's put it into perspective in, in terms of just like, Yeah, that stuff is just like it's just meaningless. Like, like I said, like the stuff I was doing two years ago is like I'm on this completely different track. And and the things that I valued then, I don't value so much now. The things that I did value then that were true are even more important now, you know. So it's like it's like the true parts of myself were brought to the front, and all the extra baggage was just cut away. And that includes people and that includes, you know, just different thoughts. And then it's really the path has become very clear. And I know that we're on the right path. And, uh, you know, because because for us, what we're trying to do is we're trying to build and we're trying to grow and we're trying to learn and we're trying to, to help each other. You know, I feel like the opposite side of... The narrative is all about the complete inverse of that you know it's a separation uh, silencing um, vindictiveness anger aggression uh, you know forcing you into a place of depending on others depending on the government depending on the state you know this is all like it's just so dark over there you know and, and we're over and that's how I know that we're on the right path you know as much as we and of course we're the ones that get you know criticized and demonized and called all the crazy things that we're like we're, we're apparently like uh we're terrorists and we're white supremacists and all this crazy stuff you yeah. know what i mean like it was just outlandish but it's because it's because we're trying to build freaking food forests. Yeah. okay <laughs> all right i'm sorry no. No, no, it, it's
4: amazing and it, it that's the it's the most incredible psyop of all time In mm-hmm. fact, when i read the document silent weapons for quiet wars yep
0: bill cooper shout out
4: freaking amazing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and then one of my favorites is um you know uh Larkin and Rose, what anarchy okay. isn't. Too, anarchy okay. simply means no ruler.
0: Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. <laughs> yep. I, I. I like
4: that. <laughs>
1: I'm,
2: what I mean anarchy a ruler? is?
0: Yeah, exactly. I'm. Uh, I'm almost done reading uh, the Conscious Resistance trilogy, the Derek Bros, um, so which has just been an amazing, eye-opening experience for me. You know, uh, which were yeah, yeah yeah oh man like it's um. You know the idea uh, like like it's basically a three book series and and the last one I'm on right now is talking about the, the it's called the manifesto of the free human and it's just an analyzing anarchy from the perspective of uh just throwing out everything you knew and let's ta- let's like have a new discussion about what it means to live in a society with no rulers and you know like to be and, and it really it's it's the the independence and and the, f- the food piece and then just the 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 voluntary associations with other people but like you know what I mean like I'm, honestly these are new concepts for me and I'm, I'm just starting to kind of like open my eyes to it, you know, and it's, it's, it's crazy stuff, but it's, it's, it just makes so much sense, you know, but, but the practicality of it, it's, it's hard to break through that conditioning that we, that it's yeah. like, it's just like the, the idea that we need authority. Like it, feels like we need authority. Like we need, you need to have authority, but no, you don't.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I know. And, and you way. said it's hard to break through that. Yeah. It, and I love to say this. It's harder not to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. 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 Totally. That's a good point. That's and now, a good point.
1: and I mean, at this point too, we all know that we we there. There's not a choice for any of us sitting around this table. You know, mm-hmm. all of us and so many You're like there. us. Like we now that we fully see so that we've pulled the veil back and we understand what, there there is no. That's not even an option anymore. And I feel like too that you know before all of this. Um, Blatant tyranny in our faces, and of course we can look back and say, "Well, they've been doing this all along, and we understand what it." But just what what has really brought human consciousness to a certain plane where everyone has elevated, you know, all of these th- thoughts and ideas and personalities and ways of lives? We've all come to this same area, and my lose my whole train of thought.
0: No, oh, it's all right. Oh, it started to go some. Though. I was.
1: I had something was, really good.
4: It, it was beautiful. Yeah, it'll come back.
0: Um. <laughs> So I have it here in my notes uh, just talking about parallel structures, you know, which just kind of alludes to what I was I was getting at there, right? The idea of like we are over here trying to build something different mm-hmm. and we want to put energy into that versus spending that energy fighting a sist a dying system or fighting a system that hates oh. us and doesn't want us or is set to destroy us, you know. So yeah. what can you speak on that a little bit just about the idea of building this parallel structure, Absolutely. parallel society, whatever yeah. it is versus spending our time fighting the man Absolutely. or the government or whatever.
4: Yeah yes what i'm my goal is to effectively communicate this what i'm asking everybody to do is enjoy their freaking lives yes and be self-reliant because it's better for you yeah (laughs) on every level it'll make you healthier it'll make you happier it'll create abundance for your family it'll answer all the questions so um so that's the foundation of it is this is not um, for somebody else to do for us. In fact, somebody, uh, one of my dear friends, um, asked me just yesterday, he said, Jim, do you believe in the white hats? Right. And Q mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I said, well, here's the deal. We are the white hats. hundred mm-hmm. percent. We're the white hats. God darn it. this is not natural nobody's going to save us. You know, and and, and are there good people at every level helping and doing things? Hell yes. Of Mm -hmm. course. We are all the white hats and we have to save ourselves. That's the game we're in.
3: Yeah.
1: And we do have the tools to do that now. And I think, you know, 18 months ago, we, it's like anything like I, if you've never grown food, if you've never homeschooled your kids, if you've never had to walk away from a job, especially a job that you've, you know, people, a lot of people, you know, Scott's a great example where you've, you know, you've studied and studying, and you've worked really hard to get to a place. And, you know, we look at medical professionals, what's mm. happened to them and people standing on their truth and standing for what's right, having to make these big changes that we didn't anticipate, but we wouldn't have been pushed to be that uncomfortable. And I think that what a lot of, of us and i think what scott was alluding to is that we're seeing more clearly what we're actually destined and designed to do we actually see more clearly who we actually are and we do see the importance of when we hear so many times in the memes and so many times on all the spirituality channels like self-love self-love and it's just like that phrase that gets thrown at you when you put your hands in the dirt and you're hugging your babies outside and you're feeding your pets the little bits of cucumber edge whatever it is that's the stuff that's the gold that's the stuff that we're trying to get. Back. And I th- and I think that that was a huge fault in this evil. You know, like you say, is it is it just a pathological evil? Is it evil, evil? I think for me I feel like this is all spiritual warfare and it's just manifesting in the physical and so to me it's just very very clear and obvious one thing that we can do as empathetic people as people with hearts that are connected to source is that we can put ourselves into uncomfortable dark positions and not actually be a dark we can actually not be evil and I think that's how a lot of like criminal investigators they can put themselves into the mind of these criminals and these you know serial predators and then they can kind of find clues about their behavior but they themselves are not dark within but what the darkness cannot do is they cannot understand and empathize or feel what it is that we feel. When we want each other to succeed, when we want each other to grow, when actual love, true love, they don't experience it, they don't possess it, they can never hold it or have it, and that's why we win.
4: That's Mm. exactly why we win. They are far, far less powerful yeah. And they and all they can use is force. That's the only tool they have mm. is manipulation and force. And that's Deceit, why that's enlightenment it. and this this whole thing, because what happens when you're surrounded by the Garden of Eden? You're enlightened. I mean, you yes. just, feel, and that's a fact. Like that's science. When you look at a flower or nature, you actually raise and have more endorphins, more encapsulates, more of these positive healing elements in your body. Yes, and yes. so it's it's sedition. It's peaceful sedition. It's mm. we're, we're, it's exactly the opposite of violence and force. It's just choosing to direct our focus towards what's wonderful about life and about yes. nature. Mm. absolutely. Love wow, it. love it love so that. much. That's so well amazing. said.
0: So uh, so how do uh, how do animals? I was gonna. I wrote this down to ask, how do animals factor into our food forest
3: here?
4: Animals are just fantastic part of it. It's balance, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have an apex predator. Um, or multiple apex predators, and you're going to have all the other stuff. The other stuff is typically what the apex predators eat, right? Um, And that's, I'm a fan of permaculture from that perspective. Mm -hmm. I understand veganism. I've kind of tried it. I understand, you know, vegetarianism. I think there's some value to those things, although they're not really a permaculture way. A permaculture way is if I got a bunch of rabbits eating my freaking stuff, I'm going to eat some rabbits. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) totally. Yep, yep.
0: Absolutely. So, Megan, you will be in charge of the rabbits. I am not in charge of the
3: You'll be in charge of the rabbits no, okay. ra- a- <laughs> <laughs> too. Rabbit as soon as you fall in love with baby kittens. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I'm in charge of the oh, rabbits. We're gonna
0: have to acquire a taste for kittens too. It sounds. Oh like my god. god. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, ongoing Scott's joke. Scott's getting a cr- kitten joke. for Christmas. So. I'm just like I don't know about all that. So. <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Oh goodness.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that that makes perfect sense, and I think that that's a it's it's a good idea too when you're looking at like doing a like. In my ideal, you're doing a community like, okay, I know people that hunt, but I don't hunt. But I certainly enjoy when mm-hmm. they hunt. But I know for sure that I can grow tomatoes and squash that goes across the yard. You know what I mean? And I know that maybe I can do canning, but maybe somebody, you know, it, that whole idea of the collective, whether it's mm-hmm. just one person mm-hmm. or it's a family unit or it's a collection of families. But I think that the whole idea is it, it does start with self-love. If, if I can't love me, if I don't find value in me, if I don't think it's important enough to feed me, appropriate foods and i don't think it's important enough for my mental health and my heart to put my feet in the dirt when my spirit is telling me to do that how can i care for anybody else how can i show anybody through my example how to thrive if i don't thrive you can't thrive without self-love and it's not selfish yet it's the baseline that i feel like that's part of the lie of humanity that it's selfish 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 well yeah certainly we all know that there's a degree of selfishness and there's balance like with anything but the first and foremost is we have to take care of our own being and that's what makes that's like and this is this i always tell tell this like to my kids you have to have self-love it's like if on an airplane the oxygen bag falls and you're sitting next to your baby i can't help my baby if i can't breathe me Mm. first and it's not about love right we all know as parents we would jump out of the airplane for our kid that's not even the issue but we have to first and that's this is a really simplistic picture to paint but as someone who's put my feet and hands in the dirt all this last spring and summer i'm just so excited of the idea of it Like we're in this horrible like it was 40 degrees today and I'm like Mm. freezing outside. (laughs) I'm like when is it ever gonna end? And I'm thinking when that the the first moment they start having seedlings at the nurseries, I'm and I'm thinking how do I make this be where I can do it in the winter? There's got to be a way. So Greenhouses. So yep. Yep.
4: And indoor design. We have an indoor okay. design team. That's that right. That can design a room, uh, half the living room, anything, any place in your house or indoors. And it's really easy to grow food indoors. Microgreens. Oh, my God, Megan. I think you'll, yep. freak, you'll Micro, love.
1: Unlike you can put soy. kale on the counter and snap it off and it just keeps going and going. And, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. microgreens. It's yeah. little sproutlings in the jars. I did that once.
4: Yeah. Sprout. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
1: So, yeah, cool. really great.
4: Mm. Yeah. So there's so many ways, and then to store, this is something everybody should know. Right now, I'll get three months of of canned food yeah. and seeds, because mm-hmm. if the thing shuts off, if everything goes down, you've got your three months, and then in that time, you've got your seeds growing. Mm-hmm. So then, by the time your canned food is out, now you've got your other food. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But that would be a minimum of what I've had. I'd have is three months.
0: Yeah, okay. totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 probably about I've, I my goal has been to get be about a year and I think I'm about a year. Kind of did the math, you know, it's like they say uh the, the, our friends the gleaners uh, Alsi Valley gleaners up near Corvallis so anybody that's local you know they've got a really awesome operation where you go volunteer some time then you get to take some food home in exchange and just like preserve. it. They'll, they they'll teach you stuff like too they teach you cl- like can- canning and, and uh, you know like, uh, doing the mylar or, uh, bags and all that good yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. So, so it's a great little deal so I think uh, and so they even said like 720 pounds for a military age male per year 720 pounds of food and that's like you know a couple pounds a day I guess you know realistically but so trying to do the math and i feel like I'm, I'm there but still yes you know but then i live on a, on a little homestead with like lots of other people and then, and then i think a lot of the equation you have to factor in is like not everybody around you is, is gonna be preparing so it's just like well shit <laughs>
1: hence so, the permaculture that yeah. never ends yeah the yeah, permaculture exactly. that never ends you
0: know yeah. so yeah yeah yeah,
4: yeah um, the time has come
0: yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay. Let's say somebody were to want to get this process going. I was just about to say, yes. I'm so excited yes. that you
1: guys will like help people and yeah. map them out and set them up. So this is a really So yeah, exciting. Jim,
0: so so we got with what time we have left here, why don't you tell us about how we can get involved with Food Forest Abundance, how to get the ball rolling on a project?
4: All right. So if you want to design for your own yard, um, go to foodforestabundance.com and we can look at our website. You can purchase a blueprint and it comes with a 45 page document that has all sorts of incredible details about growing food guilds and so on and layering soil soil amendments and then within the document is your custom blueprint Mm. and that custom blueprint is 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 put together by asking the customer questions about what their goals are what their vision is and then expanding on that greatly that's where it gets fun that's where people's minds get blown and what's possible um, so that's the blueprint part. If you want to be in the business of helping people grow food, then just get a hold of me, Jim at foodforestabundance.com. Yeah, this is phenomenal. Yeah, I
0: love yeah, yeah. that's Especially awesome. Especially with
4: your platform too. I mean, your platform and your your ability to communicate well and yeah. spread this message. I think you guys will be so busy.
0: Wow. Okay. I mean, definitely something we need to talk to, uh, off the air here because like, you know, our listeners are probably super tired of hearing about it, but yeah, I got caught up in this whole mandate thing. You know, I'm no longer in my career anymore. At least it's not available to me here in Oregon. Uh, so, you know, and and I, I'm things. waiting to lose my job. And Ed's job. just waiting to yeah. lose his job. <laughs> and now we're just like, Well, okay. I think um, that
1: we've we have really a lot of confidence though that even though it feels really negative in the moment and even yeah, though it's scary I'm, to make I'm, those kind of especially when you have kids and you're looking at losing your yeah, job, like all of that is very yeah. tenuous and, and frightening, I understand. But I think we also know like deep in our hearts, like we're we're okay. We're gonna be okay. Gonna be great. Anytime you're doing the right thing, anytime you're standing for the right things, and this is when people you know, it's like people get um, really confused. Like there's so much information, I don't know what to believe, and this is what I tell people is inside of all of us no matter who you are we have a a spirit that can feel energy and I think we've been really disconnected from that but a way that's really easy for me is if it feels like chaos and it feels like fear that's no Mm
3: -hmm. that's no
1: and there's things that make me be puzzled like okay well how do I grow my whole backyard full of things or how am I gonna knock this wall out so I can make room for the bunk beds when I have other people that need to be in my house or whatever it may be but that's something to ponder those are those are challenges and goals that's not fear and that's not chaos it's just i need to work on those things and so to me it's it's yeah. easy and i try to tell my kids too like does it feel like chaos does it feel like fear does it feel like confusion those are that's the enemy those are the wrong things that's the wrong. if i feel like that's not right if i can tell inside my chest that's not right <laughs> it's easy to stand on it and say but we know on the other side of this even though i can't see what it is is going to be good it's for my better betterment it's that's for fantastic. my greater good
3: so mom well, very well said that
4: the most imp- awesome thing i could ever hear what you just said is follow your bliss follow yeah. your yes. your feelings the feelings are the compass yes yeah and and they're either pointing into the death or with the fears the death and the contraction of the spirit right or they're pointing into expansion let the feelings be the guide and follow them absolutely absolutely love that love that
0: um i was gonna ask too so what are examples of some of the perennial plants that we would be looking into like some some of the more popular ones or some of the more so
4: i mean so we've got uh, avocados and bananas and um moringa and uh raspberry and blueberry and blackberry and um um lemons and oranges and tangerines and grapefruit and uh lychee and mamone Mm. and mangosteen and and papaya um there's so many i mean like literally there are tens of thousands of different (laughs) edible plants wow and and every zone is different so that's my zone
0: yeah nice nice right on well jim do you have any final parting thoughts for us here
4: um just thank you the miracles are everywhere where, when you open up to them i mean when i when we launched a month after we launched i got a call from the producer of my favorite tv show of all time yeah. said we want to do a show with you and two days later the my favorite actor for about five years of my life called and said i want to work with you we put that together we put a tv show out um now we've got the it's done the pilot's done wow what we installed a mega food forest at uh this guy's house and
3: oh
4: yeah it, it was epic where we have he can um to have a hundred or 300 bottles of wine a year out of his food wow. forest. Wow. and wow. all these different things it's magic and that's that's on tv done by this awesome producer the crocodile hunter producer oh wow. and yes. it, it's gonna so it's, it's exploding is what I'm saying. Wow. Okay. Wow. 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 That's wow.
0: Amazing. wow. Really cool. So so TV show. Okay. Where can we find that?
4: Um, well, we're selling the pilot. We're, oh, okay. Uh, gotcha. Yep. The trailer's literally done this week and cool. we're going to put it out the market and hopefully very soon.
0: Awesome. So well, exciting. We'll I'm really yeah.
4: looking forward yeah. to that. Yeah,
0: keep us in the loop. Let us know. And uh, yeah, well, it sounds like we may be talking offline here. So
1: yeah. Oh, awesome. I can almost Definitely. guarantee yeah. that we will. Yeah. yeah. All,
0: right. <laughs> All right, Jim. Well, thank you so wonderful. much. For thank, you,
1: thank you so much for being here. What an amazing conversation. We really appreciate it.
4: I love you guys. Have a great night. Talk you, to you as too.
2: well. Thank, thank you. you so
1: much. Holy Boom. cow.
4: Bam.
2: Scott, we, we need, need to be that. doing that. Okay, we have food okay, forest. Scott, food we, forest time. We need to be doing.
0: that. I want to yep. do food it. Forest, Megan, Megan, hey, Megan food Megan, forest time. Listen, maybe, Megan, maybe,
1: maybe I'm not good at welding pipes, but I, can, right. but I for sure feel good about putting my feet and hands oh, yeah. in the dirt. If I can get like it. warm insulated vests. Yep, yep. I'll be all right.
0: Yep, yep. Sounds that's great so to we me. Can, we can we can
2: pay for our move. Yep, out of building food forests. Yeah,
1: and true. And the truth of the matter is like the whole idea behind and as we continue to withdraw from society step by step and quit sitting on the fence because we have to sit on the fence because it's a step to the other side, but. The idea of being able to like actually feasibly help other people yeah. is so uplifting because also that connects a greater community of us, which I think is something we've all, I mean, we've all yeah. been doing this all yeah. along. So I'm totally stoked about yeah. this. Heck yeah. I'm getting a blueprint. Okay.
0: Yeah. 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 We'll definitely, yeah. You guys <laughs> stay well, tuned. Get yeah. the
2: blueprint. We'll all go, let's all go build it together. I was thinking I have got like a nice together. backyard here. Uh, well, I know. You <laughs> have,
1: and then like I have the whole backyard yeah. and then when you open the side fence, the whole side of my house to the front. I can talk to
0: my, uh, the guy that I live with or the, the, the place I I live at. And he's got fields everywhere. Yeah. 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 So, see? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So cool. So stoked.
1: Wow. Yeah, this has probably been one of my favorite conversations. Yeah, this that was, was good. Really great. That was good. I love the idea and the hope behind it. I mean, we talk about a lot of things. We talk about a lot of solutions. This is a real super functional solution. And mm-hmm. we all are, I mean, even a lot of our listeners, like so many of us are just looking to take that step to grow our food and figure out a way to make it be beautiful and make it prosper and to have our families be involved. This is just so great.
0: Yep. Yeah. It's really great. exciting stuff. All right.
1: Is that it for us? I think that's it. Everybody, thank you so very much for sitting in with us. That was Jim Gale, and we are so excited and appreciative of his information. Today, yes. we're going to go and find out some more. Yeah, we'll put I'm, all the links
0: in the show notes below.
1: I'm definitely getting a blueprint. You guys should too. We can all share our food,
0: maybe. There you go.
1: I'm Megan, sitting here with the amazing Scott and incredible Ed. We <laughs> wish all of you intellectual prosperity. Good night, guys.
3: <laughs> ding 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 ding. ding. Beep.